Fort Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. This is Sports Charlotte, the podcast about sports in Charlotte. My name is Herb White. I'm flying solo for this episode, but of course you can't do a podcast without having somebody show up on the other end. And today's <laughs> guest or victim, depending on how you look at wow. it, is none other than the great Nate Wimberly <laughs> at WBTV Sports. What's up, Nate? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Thanks oh, for having me. Not a problem. I've wanted to get you on here forever. Okay. Last year, I wanted to do a podcast uh, with the entire crew mm-hmm. of Football Friday Night. And all I could get was Delano because folks weren't available. <laughs> and, and I understand that because everybody's busy. But things have changed. Yes. You and got the whole crew now. <laughs> <laughs> literally the whole crew. <laughs> well, that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Yeah, yeah. And so you are flying solo. You yes. are literally the face of the department and Football Friday Night, which is an institution in this Absolutely. market. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about that. It's daunting. Uh, you, you, you know... You, uh, it's an institution in this area, and you have to keep up the 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 standard that's been set. You know, and a lot of the standard has been set by myself and those before me. But you realize that you need to keep that standard up. That's daunting when you're by yourself. But it, it, it's a pleasure to do. Uh, you know, management has you know put their trust in me to be able to keep things going the way it is, and you know. I, you know, hopefully I feel like I, I know I've been doing a good job or, or been trying to do a good job of doing it. But just like I said, it's tough. It's very tough. It's tough. And all of these changes have taken place pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, Delano Little retired, retired yes. at the end of the year. Yes. Ashley Stroline has moved on. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be by yourself forever or are you like on the phone Help me with some folks here, man. <laughs> uh, that's really not my decision of whether I'm going to get help or not. Uh, hopefully, I do eventually. Um, but right now, it, it is what it is right now, and I'm just going to, you know, put my head down and and do my job and and try and keep up the standard that you know folks like Delano and Paul Cameron and, and mm-hmm. Cricket Morton and everybody that's come before me. You know, I'm trying to keep that standard up, and you know, like I said, it's daunting, but. You know, I'm more than willing to, and I'm up for the challenge. Now, in your previous role mm-hmm. at Channel 3, mm-hmm. you were a producer. Mm-hmm. And so now you're the producer, you're mm-hmm. the anchor, you're the, the photographer, the, the, photographer yes. the person who sets the who sets the scripts and stuff yeah. like that for your, for yes. your segment. Yes. That's an awful lot on one person. It, it almost sounds like... What we do on this end, <laughs> almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you get the, the, the fun thing about that is you get to touch every piece of the product, you know, from, from the blank sheet of paper to the finished product. And, you know, for, for a guy like me who's, who started as a producer, you know, all I had to do was, you know, start from the blank piece and get it to the point to where it's ready to go on air and then somebody will finish the product. And it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's to the point now where I finish it all the way through. And, and, and that's a fun aspect of things because it, it, it helps you on the 
on the front end to be better when you're just starting out from scratch. Now you know what it takes to get the, the thing finished. So, you know, from the starting point, you need you know exactly what you need to be able to get that finished product at the end even better now. You know, I knew how to get it up to a certain point. Now I know I have to write a certain way to be able to present it in the fashion that I want to present it. You know, I would write it to a certain point and then Delano would finish the writing to write the way he would speak or he would present it. You know, now I have to start from scratch and get it all the way to the end. So, you know, it's fun. It's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. Um, but it's fun. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. So you have to channel your Bill Parcells. You have to go to the supermarket. You got to scope out the prices. And you got to buy the groceries. I get to buy the home And cook the meal. And cook the meal. Then eat it. And clean up. I got to clean up at the end, too. Exactly. So every piece of the, of the process I get to touch right now. Yeah. Now, talk a little bit about the history. A football mm-hmm. Friday night. Mm-hmm. I, I know it started in the eighties mm-hmm. with the, with Paul Cameron and Charlie Frederick yes. and that crowd. Yes. So, kind of walk us through those years. And I guess it was what nineteen eighty one when mm-hmm. it started. It, it was. It, it started from the idea of South Mac played for a state championship in the early eighties, eighty one, eighty two. I forget exactly what the year. Steve Griffin. Uh, it, there you go. So mm-hmm. eighty one, it, it was there, and and Charlie and Paul, you know, went to management. It's like, wow. wow. Why do we only get this, you know, two minutes or three minutes of a sports cast to tell about this team or all of these other great teams that we have in this area? We should have a 30-minute show to, to highlight the great high school football players and teams. And, you know, and management said, hey, let's try it. And from that point on, it, it, it was birthed from that state championship season for South Meg. The next year, it turned into a full 30-minute show. And 37 years later... Here I am, here in Charlotte, North Carolina, doing football Friday night. So it it kind of morphed from from something great that happened at a championship team to now we cover teams from preseason all the way to the state championships, and, and, and it's something spectacular. It's, it 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 truly is an institution. And Charlie Frederick always said this, and and you know, I'm not here to throw shade on any station. This market is lucky to have six and nine and three put a focus on high school football and actually put the focus on these kids. So, because in the end, that's what it's about is to put focus on these kids, the hard work they put in from the summer to December. And this market has three stations that do it. Spectrum does a, a, a high school football show. This market is very lucky because in the inner cities in America, not many big cities really do high school football, mm-hmm. but this city and this market is fortunate enough to have, four different stations that actually highlights high school football and what these kids do. And, and, you know, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. You know, I, like I said, I'm not here to throw shade on any station. Or, you know, I still think we got the best show. I'll, I will say <laughs> that. Plug from me. But, I mean, we're very fortunate to have, you know, and the kids are very fortunate to have a platform to where they're being highlighted each and every week for what they do on the field. Now, you know, when you mentioned – Big cities generally mm-hmm. don't do that. Now, part of that might be because Charlotte in the 80s mm-hmm. was not mm-hmm. as big a market Absolutely. as it is now. So it kind of took that mid-sized city mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. and kept it in Absolutely. terms of how it paid attention to high school football. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 you hit it right on the head. And, and it's it, the fact that it's still around is remarkable. But, you know, 
it got it, it. I guess it caught on at the right time. Let's put it that way. As the city grew with the Panthers and 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 all these other professional teams that that are in town, and and the population grew, the the football got better, and we're here still showing and telling these stories of these high school football teams. So I, I think it was a, a a combination of, to your point. Charlotte wasn't a, a big city back in the early '80s. It was, it, you know, it was Charlotte. It was Charlotte. You know, it was Charlotte. And now, as it's grown, we still have this platform, and, and we're still able to tell the stories of these kids. Yeah, and so to me, that's what it kind of struck me as. Yeah. Like in those days, in the early '80s, it was Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Now you can drop the North Carolina. Everybody it's, knows, knows what Charlotte is now. Yes, they, do, we, do we know Charlotte? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And. To me, the other side of that is the success of Football Friday Night, what it spawned in North and South Carolina. Because Mm -hmm. now there are other stations Mm -hmm. who, over the years, having seen that sample of what happened in Charlotte, now they have their own Mm -hmm. football programs on Friday nights or whenever they get them in. So that's a real feather in the cap. And it's an idea that obviously people pay attention to. Other stations in this market copied that model and it spread. They absolutely did, and and, and, and I'll just be quite frank and honest. That they saw, really, they saw the money that it could generate. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of these things happen in this world. They saw that you know, hey, we can make a dollar off. It. BCD is making money off of this. What are, you, what are you talking about? They're selling, you know, sponsorships. So you know, that's where I did generally. I, that's where I really think other stations tried to copy what they did mm-hmm. back in the day is that they, they saw a dollar and they did it. And, you know, but yeah, you're making a dollar, but w- what kind of product are you putting out there? I, just like I said, I still feel like we have the best high school football show in the area, period. Point blank. Our, our motto has always been, and this is the one thing I tell my photographers every time I send them out, you know, we want to be there when the big moment happens. And we're going to be there if it's a game-winning play. We're going to be there. You know, some stations want to do a couple highlights and go to the next game, a couple highlights, go to the next game, a couple highlights, go to the next game. But you're not really telling the story. Mm-hmm. We, we're about telling the story of the game. And I realize, you know, I do send photographers out to shoot two games. If you shoot two games, one of them is not going to be the end. You're not going to get the end of it. That's why, you you know, you, you my formula is I might pick a game that, could potentially be a blowout, then there's a game that could potentially be close. So I send the guy to the one that's potentially a blowout, first half on that game. Second half is the one I think is going to be the better game. Um, and and over the years, the formula has worked a lot. I mean, we've gotten a lot of great finishes uh, and a lot of memorable moments. And, and, and that's what our show has been built on from day one, is just be there for those great moments, those magical moments, the, the things that people won't forget. And we've been there for a lot of a lot of those. Yeah, because you're talking about 37 years. Yeah, you know the sons of oh yes players are now showing up on oh, your yes. air. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's remarkable to go to games and and and, and he, I've been here for 22 years now, and to go to a game and, and hear the last name of a kid that's made a play, mm-hmm. and I'm like, his dad played. For that team back then, and I'm, I'm old enough and been there long enough 
to realize that now. Or when fans come up and say, man, I remember when you was at this game. I made this play or we did this. And it's just it's 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 that's why I say it's an institution in this area, because 37 years. There's gonna be some 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 dads and sons mm-hmm. that have been on football Friday night. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, but now the the program has evolved. Yes. since last year, because yes. I know there were uh, some discussions that perhaps football Friday night would go away yes. because of conflicts on the scheduling with CBS, yes. and they wanted a certain slice of time to be able to get their programming in. Yes. And you folks had to go out and scramble to figure out a way. Yeah, that was that was the toughest thing about my transition into this position is that we had to figure out how we're going to keep this institution alive. It's still there. Football Friday Night is still there. I've been asked a, a million times on every Friday night, where's Football Friday It's still there. Uh we have to be out at our programming at 11.35. CBS has asked us to be out and back into their program at 11.35. That's why we had to move from 11.20 to 11.35. Um, and it's more than that. And now that didn't sit well with me. That didn't sit well with a lot of our management. So we said, how can we extend this thing even more? So we're now doing our second half on WBTV.com and Roku and Amazon Fire. Now, this is a common question I've gotten as well. Well, y'all, y'all making us pay to watch Football Friday. No. WBTV.com slash live is free. All you have to do is go on your smartphone, type in WBTV.com slash live, and Football Friday Night will be there at 1135. From 1135, this is the great thing about it now. We had to be out at 12 o'clock. I can go as long as I want now. So, um, and we go as long as we want. There is no time limit. My highlights can be as long as I want to make them, as short as I want to make them. Um, and I also have guests on now. So it's just more than a highlight show now. We're giving you in-depth discussion about what's going on in high school football right now. We talk nightly, every every week about the four AA playoffs, the potential four AA playoffs mm-hmm. with the Mallet Creeks, the Vans, the Myers Park, the Richmond Seniors. You know, we also talk about what's going on on the eastern side of the state because a lot of times teams get to the state championships and they know nothing about the team that they're playing. Well, I have guests like Chris Hughes from Carolina Preps on to talk about what's going on in the eastern half of the state with Wake Forest, who's the, the three-time defending four AA state champs. Mm-hmm. They got beat by Cardinal Gibbons in week one. We're talking about that on Football Friday night the week after that happens. So it's more than just a high school, a high, a high school football highlight show. Mm-hmm. It's an in-depth discussion about what's going on in high school football, period, as well as those great highlights that you get. So, what we, you know, yes, we would prefer to be on BTV from 11.35 to 12.05. But with this punt and this readjustment, I believe the product is even better than what it was because you're getting more than just those highlights. You're getting a discussion about what's going on in football, period. Just like you would get off of NFL, NFL Network, you know they're not just talking about the highlights; they're talking about what's going on. What what does what does this what what does this loss mean to this team and things of that nature? And what does how big is this win to this team? It's, it's just, more analysts. It's that, that's what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. breaking it down more. So I believe that people, you know, would just and it's going to take a while for them to accept because change. Everybody wants to fight change. We're resistant. Absolutely, we want to mm-hmm. fight change. But I believe if you get there and you just at eleven thirty-five, 
Go to WBTV.com slash live. Or if you have Roku, a lot of people are cutting the cable. Mm-hmm. They're cutting the cords. Mm-hmm. They're getting Roku and Amazon Fire TV. You can get it on there. If that's what you if that's what you watch your TV on right now is Roku and Amazon Fire TV, Football Friday Night is no different for you. It goes from 11.20 to whenever it ends. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's just going to take some time for us, for everybody to adjust. I've adjusted. <laughs> I've gotten over it. I'm not mad with CBS anymore. I was furious, but I'm not mad. It's change. Mm-hmm. We're all going to have to evolve in something in our lives at some point. So you're not mad at Stephen Colbert? Not mad at Colbert at all. <laughs> not not mad at them at all. I mean, it's it, it it it's it's called change. It's adjustments, and we all have to do it in life. And this is what this is what it is for high school football now. Mm-hmm. So that's what we are. At. Now it's interesting when you talk about how this is uh, how this has now evolved, mm-hmm. and you can go to your website, you can go to Roku. And all the other avenues mm-hmm. that you do, and so it's it looks as if what you're saying is it's opened a brand new piece of territory mm-hmm. in terms of you can now have those longer analytical mm-hmm. discussions mm-hmm. about high school football, which kicks it up to another notch Absolutely. because the old football Friday night didn't have time Mm-mm. for the analysis. No, at all. That's exactly what we're doing. I mean, we we. It's just a new way of presenting this thing, and it's a better way because we're actually giving you some context of what you just saw. You know, sometimes it's just, here's the highlights, here's the score, next game. Here's the highlights, here's the score, next game. I do now, I'm a firm believer in, hey, if we got a big game this week, I'll leave with the big game, and then we'll come out and we'll talk about what happened in that game. You know, what does this mean? And then we'll get back to the highlights. And then we'll talk some more about what, in this group of highlights, what does this mean? And it just gives context. And, and, and the beautiful thing about this is back in the day, okay, yeah, you could record football Friday night, but if a team is on the bus traveling back from a big win, they can just pop out their smartphone and watch football Friday night as they're traveling back from their game. Or if Auntie lives in... Fargo, South Dakota. Hey, Auntie, God, I had a great game. Go to WBTV.com slash live. You can watch what I did tonight. This thing is international. Wherever you are, you can watch football Friday night. And and there are kids that leave this area and go to college, and, boy, I miss watching football Friday night. Well, guess what? If you're sitting in the dorm at the University of Michigan and, and it's the day before a big game, you can watch what – your team did the team that you were just on, the fellas that you just left, the guys that you love to play with. You can go and watch what they did that Friday night by just going to wbtv.com slash live. That's that's the great thing about this is that it, it just doesn't live here in Charlotte in the Charlotte area. It lives everywhere. Mm-hmm. Let's move to a different part okay. of this in terms of football the high school variety Mm -hmm. in Charlotte and the Carolinas for that matter. I'm interested in hearing your reaction if somebody says the best football in the Carolinas isn't in Charlotte or Mecklenburg County. What would your reaction be? Um, I still think the football in South Carolina is better because they they do it year-round. They have spring practices, true spring practices, with pads and it's football. 
Like colleges. Yes, yes. So they put more they put more money towards high school football. They they show a more care for high school football there. So if they're doing it year round, therefore they're going to be better at it. I mean, they're they're constantly thinking high school football, high school football, high school football, high school football. Um, and I do believe that spring practice, a lack of a true spring practice in North Carolina, hurts North Carolina. Uh, it doesn't cripple North Carolina. The football is still good, but it can be better if they had spring football. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, if anybody said that, hey, there's better football in South Carolina, better than Mecklenburg County. In yes, absolutely. It's because they put a more of an emphasis on it. But the football in this area, it's right there. With a, a, a lot of talent is coming from this area. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that. And, and, and that has a lot to do with the growth of the NFL and the Carolina Panthers here in this area. And, and, and a lot of those, what, the Panthers are 25 this year? 25. A, a, lot, of, a lot of players throughout the, throughout the years of 25 years, a lot of their sons are now in high school. And you're seeing those guys – the Muslim Muhammad's at Myers Park. You're seeing those kind of kids coming in and, 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 and making their mark. But it's just not them. It's it's a it's a it's just the area has grown. It's exploded. People moving in. People love Charlotte. When you get more people, you're bound to get more great athletes in that in that in that general population. And it's just the the talent here is just outstanding. The football here is outstanding. And I think it could get better if they ever, if the state would ever <laughs> drop this archaic notion of no spring football with the traditional football with the pads. And, you know, in the state of Georgia, they have spring games. It's And, and people come to watch the spring game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's another stream of revenue. Ah, a dollar. <laughs> we can make a dollar. Yes, you hear that? You can make a dollar off a spring game, high school football, in the spring Get rid of this archaic notion that we should not be doing spring football uh, here in North Carolina. They should be doing padded spring practices in North Carolina, and the football will get much better. Now, one other thing, too, with the Panthers' arrival and their maturation is a lot of those former players are coaching. Mm -hmm. That that, that, that helps because you're raising the talent level – in the coaching ranks. In the coaching ranks. You, mm-hmm. you, you're giving these kids better tools by which to go out there and play with. And I'm all for it. I, there are some – and not only that, they're characters. They're, they're true characters. They're funny guys. They're no-nonsense guys. And, and a lot of kids will look – they will look at them and listen to them more than just a coach who has no pro background – because they've done it, so they're gonna they're gonna listen to him. Coach Dre Bly used to coach at Myers Park with uh, last year. Now he's with North Carolina now, but he was coaching at, at Myers Park, and it's, it's so many of them. I, mean, you know, I can't sit up here and just start naming them all off because I'm miss a, yeah. a ton of them. Yeah. But I mean, the, the talent level they're gonna li- first. They're gonna listen to him. Number two, they're gonna give them drills and things that they know is gonna help them. Not knocking coaches that who hadn't played the pro level. They're not going to help, but those kids are going to listen to them, and they're going to really, really hone in on what they're saying because they've done it. And I, I think that really helps the talent level as well. Now, 
the season is starting to crank up. Oh, yeah. We're, we're getting rid of the Sisters of the Poor, and mm-hmm. now it's about ready to get real. It's conference time. Conference time. It's conference time. Biggest game, maybe, of the season, at least the regular season, is Friday. Mm-hmm. Vance and Mallard Creek. Now, everybody, had, well, that, everybody has their own ranking system mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, in our uh, rankings at the Post, Mallard Creek is number two, Vance is number three. Myers Park is number one mm-hmm. in our in our estimation. Okay. Who you got Friday? Who do you, you know, without, you know, if, if, unless that's a question that is no. out of bounds. No, it's not out of bounds. I, 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 in another publication, I picked Mallard Creek uh, just because I really don't know why I picked him. I just don't. I mean, because. Is it the I, reputation? It, 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 it but it, I can't really say that because who played for the state championship last year? Vance. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and with you a know, different coach, ex- but <laughs> but they probably are playing better this year than they were last year. Mm-hmm. But I still pick Mallet Creek. I just feel like Mallet Creek. Um, it's like it's it's just it really is. It, I tell you, I'll put it to you like this: Mallet Creek, Vance. Richmond Senior and Myers Park. They're one A, one B, one C, and one D. In no particular order. In no particular <laughs> order. Because I, I, I truly think the the playoffs are going to be outstanding in the four double A. Provided that Richmond Senior. Now, what I really would like to see is Richmond go to the East, and those three teams be in the West, and it'll be Richmond Senior and whoever fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to Friday's game, I, I just I just feel like. Ooh, it, it, I don't think it's going to be that high of a scoring game because I think both defenses, especially Vance's, Vance's defense is just fantastic. They've got a fantastic defense. With and a kid who has the best thing in Power Eccles. That's a, that's a football name. That's a linebacker name. <laughs> yes. That is a line. If you want your linebacker to be named anything, Power, that's, that's a linebacker right there. But he's an outstanding player and mm-hmm. an outstanding kid too. Um, but they're... they're their defense is just off the charts, and I've I've waffled back and forth. You know, I'm like, eh. but I just got a feeling that uh, Mallow Creek is going to get this first one, and I think they'll be seeing each other again come probably December, uh, early de- December before the state championships, which would be the second weekend of December. These two teams are going to meet again, and and it, it it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great. It's going it. These these this game last year I wasn't at it but I've I've heard many people say it was one of the hardest hitting games that they've ever seen. That's that's the kind of thing you're gonna see Friday night. These two teams, they I, I, you know I wouldn't say that they don't like each other. They're rivals mm-hmm. and they're gonna hit hard. They're, they're out to prove a point. Their coaches are gonna make sure these kids prove a point. It's gonna be hard hitting and it's gonna be a knockdown drag out tough affair for both of them. So it's going to be a fun game, but I right now I just think Mallard Creek has the edge, slight slim edge in this game. And when you throw in Myers Park, mm-hmm. you know, that pretty much proves the point that Mecklenburg County, mm-hmm. even if it's not quite as good as South Carolina, mm-hmm. it is definitely first in line in, in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Absolutely, it, 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 the best high school football in North Carolina is played in Charlotte Mecklenburg. And I'll just say in our general viewing area anyway, um, it just is the best. I mean, every year, the, the, the issues for me every year come the second weekend of December is how am I going to cover 
five state championship games or six state championship games because we always have just about that many teams playing for state championships. So when when you got that every year, there's no questioning who has the best high school football in the state of North Carolina. You know, I talked to other you know reporters and photographers from other sections of the state. Yeah, well, we got four teams. You know, and some of those have two teams playing each other in the same game. So they maybe have three games. You know, I got to find a way to cover six games. And that that's the indication of how good the the, the talent is and, the, and the, the play of football here is just off the charts. But, you know. And it's spread because yes. you've got, obviously, the 4A teams. Mm-hmm. Three you've got, you've got Weddington. You've got mm-hmm. Catholic. And then you. 2A Shelby. Yeah. And then you jump over to the private schools. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we always forget about them. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> A lot of teams have found out when you want to line up against a Charlotte Christian or a Charlotte, you know, Country Day or Providence Day, you go out there and, and sometimes you get beat. And, and Or you get pushed for three quarters and just by attrition, you can finally push past them in the fourth quarter because they don't have the same amount of guys and the same amount of bodies that you have as a public school. But the private school football here is top notch every year. Um, so and, and you'll you'll always look on their schedule and be like, okay, well, wow, they playing them, and then you look at them after that Friday night and be like, wow, they beat them, mm-hmm. and, and and it's to a point now where I'm not even shocked. I'm like, yeah, they won. It's, that was that was expected. That was expected. So the private school football here is just outstanding. Yeah. So now you have already made your predictions about mm-hmm. Mallard Creek advance. Mm-hmm. Is there a dark horse candidate that you can safely say today, this is a group you really need to keep an eye on? Uh, 4A, no. Mm-hmm. I just think the four, 4A, which would be the 4AA, and, and yeah, no. Among, among the 4AA, no. Mm-hmm. I believe it's those four teams, and that's it. Um if Wake Forest up in the East, they're still going to be good. And, you know, even though they lost their first game of the year, they bounced back. Uh, Cardinal Gibbons up there who beat them is going to be good. But among the four, I don't see any dark horses. Just just, just off those sheer four teams, it's going to be hard for uh, – no. <laughs> no. No, no. Okay. No. Well, how about in the 3A or 2A? Um, well, well, everybody just thought that it was going to be Weddington – and Catholic, you know, once again, you know, Winnington, big four, three, big A, Catholic, small A, but Kings Mountain is a is a is a fantastic football team. So they they just they just they they blasted Shelby this past week. Yeah. They came to Charlotte and just blasted West Mac. Um, Kings Mountain is is a team to watch. Northwest Cabarrus, even though they lost their running back Tyrese Blake to a broken foot, they won this past Friday against Hickory Ridge, who was undefeated at uh, before Friday night. And they did that in comeback fashion without their best player and, and Tyrese Blake. You know, they, they do have a defensive end that's also going to Liberty. He's a pretty good player, too. Mm-hmm. So, Northwest Cabarrus is another team in the 3A to watch out for. Um, so, if, 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 and I really don't want to call them dark horses because those are teams that are ranked in the state. But in the, in the annals of, you know, Catholic and Weddington being 1A and 1B, and they're up here. Well, you, you might want to slide some room in between there because those two teams are going to fit in there, and they're going to be there in late December playing one of them to go to a state championship. So, um, 
for me, the four A is kind of cut. Four double A is kind of cut and dry. Three A, there are some there are some teams there that, that that can compete with the Weddingtons and the Catholics. And and we're, we're giving Catholic this credit, but Catholic is one and two right now. But they lost. They their two losses are to 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 two two of the best teams in the nation. And they, they lost to a team out of Louisiana. Lost to a team out of Maryland. Both are ranked high in the national poll. So their two losses have come against two of the best teams. I'll really be interested to see how Catholic does against Monroe. Monroe's three and one. It's their conference opener for both teams this Friday. If Catholic comes out and the big and they're the big red machine and they just run right through Monroe. I'll be like, well, okay, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot to chew on there, <laughs> and we are going to be around Absolutely. to watch you analyze all of it Absolutely. as the season moves on. And uh, again, Nate Wimberly, thank you so much hey, no problem. for, for coming me. in and uh, sharing some knowledge and some history and some opinions. Yes, yes. About Football Friday night, 1120 to 1135 on WBTV. Then at 1135, we move our coverage to WBTV.com slash live, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV. Please come check us out. It's more than just high school football highlights. It's deep analysis on what we what's going on in high school football each and every Friday night. And that shameless plug was generated by me. I didn't tell you notice I didn't have to ask him any of it. So, you know, there you go, folks. But with us over here at Sports Charlotte, you can join us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and, of course, Queen City Podcast Network. And you can, of course, get a hold of us over on our website, thecharlottepost.com. And if you are in the old school, you can also pick up paper copies <laughs> of the publication. So for everybody here at the office with the great Nate Wimberly. Thank you for having me, Herb. I appreciate it, man. I'm Herb White. Thanks for listening. <laughs>